listening to Gleanings, the monthly newsletter from Strategies at Work, podcast edition, November 1st, 2013. Upcoming events. The Strategic Life Alignment Seminar. Struggling to find meaning, purpose, and satisfaction in life? The Strategic Life Alignment Seminar will equip you with tools and a methodology for discerning your divinely ordained life purpose. The next seminar is scheduled for September through November 2013. See the website strategieswork.com for details. The Strategic Life Alignment Alumni Event The SLA Alumni Event is exclusively for alumni of the SLA Seminar and is designed to accelerate the process of discovering your life purpose. The topic of this year's alumni event is calling. The event was held in June in Dallas. If you would like a recording of this event, please check the website for details. The Business Transformation Series Seminar The recent BTS seminar was presented October 25th. The topic was Wisdom to Win at Work. The BTS seminars provide in-depth teaching on how to lead, manage, and build organizations biblically according to the Beyond Babel model presented in Dr. Chester's book, Beyond Babel. You can purchase the video of this training. See the website strategieswork.com for details. These are challenging economic times. There is much fear in the world. Now more than ever, people need to understand the power of building their lives on Christ. Only faith in Christ can provide sustained victory over fear. If you need help learning how to walk with Christ, Strategies at Work has consultants in various parts of the world. Please see the website strategieswork.com for contact information. And now, Dr. Chester brings us the message titled, Living Outside the Garden. What if you had all the resources you needed to do what you really want to do in life? That would mean you did not need to be concerned with money or food or clothing or shelter. Nor would you need to be concerned about wisdom and human resources. All these would be provided. Need to do would be to focus on finding and fulfilling God's purpose for your life. Sound too good to be true? Adam and Eve had all this in the Garden of Eden. They had idyllic existence. The weather was apparently perfect. If a cave of water vapor surrounded the earth in its pre-fallen state, then it is possible that the temperature was essentially uniform which would provide a perfect environment to live in without the need of clothes. If dew water ground, there would be no need for rain. And with a uniform climate, there would have been no storms. Therefore, there would be no need for shelter. There was an abundant food supply in the Garden of Eden. It appeared that Adam and Eve were placed in a mature garden, one already bearing fruit. Because of the ideal climate, rich fertile soil, and daily moisture from dew, farming was easy. Furthermore, if the fall of man provides the explanation for plant-destroying insects, then in the pre-fallen state, pesticides were not needed. We don't know the size of the garden. It may have been large, but it did not encompass the whole earth. In Genesis 1, 26-28, Adam and Eve were charged to multiply and take dominion of the earth. Presumably, this meant that they were to begin building the human race on the earth in the context of the garden and to expand the garden. As the human race grew, some people would be farmers, others ranchers or bakers or inventors or developers or mathematicians or scientists or engineers or financiers or economists. The scientists would seek to discover the timeless universal principles of the universe. The engineers would develop technology to support the dominion of the universe. This would require financial resources, which would be managed 
by financiers and economists using the gold supply of the garden. See Genesis 2.11. Everyone would have a role to play. Everything was in place for man to obey the creation mandate, but Adam and Eve chose to sin by seeking to be equal with God. This led to the fall of man. In his fallen state, man was not allowed to continue living in the garden, but was still obligated to obey the creation mandate. The fall apparently impacted the physical universe, including the weather and animal life. Consequently, the weather was no longer ideal, which required man to have clothes and shelter, and farming became more difficult. Part of the judgment for man's disobedience was that the ground would be cursed and bear thorns and thistles. See Genesis 3:17 and 18. Perhaps this is a metaphor work difficult and less efficient in the garden. Now, man had to expend time, energy, and resources just for the basics of food, clothing, and shelter. This redirected effort would surely slow down man's efforts to obey the creation mandate outside the necessities of mere existence. Man, however, was still charged to obey the creation mandate even though he was living outside the garden. This means that obedience to the creation mandate would be more difficult. Nevertheless, by considering the original state of man as a tenant in the garden, we can learn some lessons about how to function outside the garden. Consider, for example, the C4 principle. Calling, character, capability, and commissioning glean from man's original state in the garden. Calling. Adam and Eve did not create themselves, nor were they the product of random impersonal forces. They were created sovereignly by God. They were created to serve God's purposes, not their own. God gave them revelation about his purposes, namely the creation mandate, and called them to, to the task of tending the garden. Character. Adam and Eve had an idyllic environment in which to fulfill the creation mandate. They were given one commandment. If they obeyed, they would enjoy life in a, under the creation mandate. In this state, obedience would be harder. In fact, perfect obedience would be impossible. Therefore, the power to enable man to obey the creation mandate could not come from man. It must come from the Redeemer, Christ. To maximize a person's potential to obey the creation mandate, he or she must be redeemed by Christ and mature in God-empowered righteousness. Capability. Adam was created in God's image. This means he was given some divine attributes. For example, man can display love, compassion, kindness, foresight, rationality, and creativity. These attributes were given to man so he could fulfill his purpose of obeying the creation mandate. In addition, Adam was given a partner, Eve, to help him. Because Eve came from Adam, she possessed his attributes, including his calling to obey the creation mandate. And finally, commissioning. As created beings, Adam and Eve were not self-commissioned. Commissioning is the work of authority figures. The Creator alone had the authority to commission them. His commissioning included a directive, the creation mandate, a context, the Garden of Eden, and a commandment. Adam and Eve knew who they were, why they were created, what they were to do, how they were to do it, and where they were to do it. Understanding all this came through the Creator's commissioning. Adam and Eve possessed C4 to do what they were created to do, namely to fulfill their roles in the creation mandate. Every human being is a descendant of Adam and Eve, therefore all humans possess the same traits as Adam and Eve and are under the same mandate, the creation mandate. 
Hence, since Adam and Eve possessed C4 to fulfill their purpose, so do their descendants. Adam and Eve disobeyed their one commandment, and that led to the fall. The penalty was death, which included immediate spiritual death, that is a bias to sin, ultimate physical death, and immediate removal from the garden. As fallen beings, their bias to sin impaired their ability to obey the creation mandate, which means they needed divine enablement to obey. As their descendants, we live in the same state, outside the garden. Therefore, we need divine enablement, the redemption from our fallen state, to fulfill the creation mandate. So we need Christ not only to gain eternal life, but also to enable us to fulfill our divinely ordained purpose in this life. Without Christ, we will suffer eternal judgment and fail to realize our potential in the divine meta-narrative. Only in Christ are we granted acceptance with God and empowered to walk in our C4 destiny and therefore fulfill our purpose in the creation mandate. May the Lord grant us all the grace to receive redemption in Christ so that we can be empowered to live as obedient servants both now and in eternity.